Hey, Joey. I've decided if I don't have an introduction, like a funny intro, I should just. I think we should just start the show. Okay. Let's start the show then. Start the show. Um, I'm Mike. Hey That's there, Joe. nice to see you there, Mike. <laughs> I live in the. San I li- I'm from the 1930s. I'm Joe from the 1930s. Say, live- what's the big idea? You looking for a knuckle sandwich? I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and catch up. I don't think that intro worked. D- <laughs> it's never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like 1930s Joe. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Good. You know, the last time we spoke was at the live show. Right. And it was a little earlier than we usually do it. So uh, last weekend, the next day after the live show, I went to a tasting of tortilla chips and salsas. Yeah, you talked about it before. I have these friends in Orange County who, over the years, we've always done some sort of, like, party where we, like, taste a different food. There's been, like, hamburgers and, like, fast food hamburgers, uh, fast food french fries, best, like, nachos, like, stuff like that. And this time it was tortilla chips and salsa. So I was like, if this is a tortilla chip and salsa tasting... um. I'm going to bring, there's like a taqueria right next to, all my other friends live like in a block of each other, basically. There's a salseria, there's a taqueria, like, I'm not even joking, Mike, less than two miles from their house. I'm like, okay. And it, it's amazing, right? None of this chipotle shit. Mm-hmm. So I go to this taqueria, I buy their salsa, and I buy their amazing chips, right? Mm-hmm. So we go, and my chips and my salsa... Everyone, oh, clearly these are number one. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, we're disqualifying them because they're too good? What? Yeah. But it's not even a competition, right? No, it's not a competition. I don't get the, like, disqualification. And last time when you were talking about them, you said that they called that cheating. But, like, if it's not a competition, why is... I'm going to be honest with you. I think that there's racism involved in this. What? Because the big complaint... The big complaint was, oh, well, we can't just go and buy this these tortilla chips and this salsa anywhere, right? But the taqueria is less than two miles from their house. Yeah, but wait, why can't you just go buy it anywhere? Exactly. Didn't they just go buy it anywhere? Well, they meant, no. like, they wanted people to go to the supermarket and buy it. Well, there was no rules about that, right? There was there have never been rules about that, right? So... Like, when we did the hamburger tasting, no one was like, oh, well, you can't get it from a mom-and-pop, you know, hamburger stand. There was none of right. that. In fact, right. I think we got them from mom-and-pop hamburger stands. Because, but the taqueria is in a very Mexican part of town, and it's very Mexican there. In fact, it's horrible. Not horrible because it's Mexican, but, like, when I go, it's horrible for me because I don't really speak Spanish. And so they see me walk up, and I look like I just fucking crossed the border. Right, and so they're, they're like, "Hola." They're like, "Oh, but and I'm like, "Yeah, can I just have some carnitas?" And they're like, <laughs> "You know, they're fucking just shitting in that food, man." Okay, anyway, <laughs> so I, that's why I think I think they're like they don't want to go to the Mexican part of town, which which is less than two miles from their house. And by the way, they're white people who the hipsters go there all the time because it's amazing food. Right, and they're like, I don't want to 
that they were basically saying, yeah, it's good, of course, because Mexicans made it. But, um, yeah, we're not going to go get to a Mexican place. Interesting story. I don't really think racism is the right word, but I got I have a story about a crazy person and it's not funny. She is crazy. Uh, someone I work with. But what's funny is in Chicago, we ended up hanging out together last weekend a little bit. And I don't really like her. Um, I don't think she likes me either. I don't know. It's just a weird, strange thing. We deal with each other because we're, you know, coworkers. But a story came up because <laughs> right around Christmas time last year, uh, a friend of mine, Celeste, sent me a bunch of these, like, different... She basically took a bunch of my Facebook photos and turned them into, like... Um, like these little ornament things. She's kind of crafty. These ornament things and a framed picture of me dressed as Pee Wee Herman. And it was just a little package. Wait, what? Of, for my Halloween costume. So it was just a, like a package of, of things. So in the office, I had them in my bag and I was showing them around. And then I showed the Pee Wee Herman picture to this girl that I work with. This is around Christmas time. And she thought that I was giving it to her as a Christmas gift. What? So, so she's like, this is a really weird Christmas gift, but thank you. And then kept it. <laughs> and so I'm like, um, okay, like whatever. So, so then, you let her keep the You let her keep it? Well, yeah, yeah. And so fast forward to last weekend in Chicago, she was like, we're walking around downtown Chicago and she was like, Mike, I was talking to Heather, our other coworker, and Heather said that you didn't give her a picture of you dressed as Pee Wee Herman. And I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't give those out as Christmas gifts. <gasps> <And she was laughs> so we just had a weird heart to heart about a bunch of stuff. It was kind of a a fun little walk, but I don't, I wouldn't say that I, I love her any more than I did before. I would never hand that girl anything. I know. Like I would never say, can you check my phone? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I know. Can you watch my niece for a second? Oh, my God. You're letting me adopt your niece? <laughs> what else happened to you this week? Anything? Okay. Mike, I have been dying to talk to you about this. And actually, you didn't pick up my call yesterday, and I'm kind of glad you didn't. Yeah. So I went to okay. It was it was gay pride, by the way. So I knew I knew you were gay pride, but I still wanted to take a chance. Yeah. Okay. On a previous episode of Catching Up with Catching Up, um, we had a contestant, Rick. Oh yeah. Yes. Who? Oh, who, was that the week this weekend? It was this weekend. So um, he is in the gay men's chorus of Orange County, which is called Men Alive. Is there an exclamation point? Yes. Of course there is. Yes. <laughs> and they were doing like one of their shows and Rick asked me on the awesome. call if I would go to this show. That's awesome. Right? And I said, yeah. And then a couple months later in the mail, I get two tickets to see Men Alive. Cool. Where was it? Where was it at? Well, it's usually in Irvine. That's actually part of the story. This year it was in a city called Aliso Viejo. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That is so far. Yeah. Oh my it's God. It's not that bad, but it's just one of those places. It's hard to get to, you know? Yeah. So anyway, 
So I originally, when I talked to Rick about it, I wanted to take, I have this gay cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than I am. I wanted to take him, but he's been away on vacation. In fact, he comes back today. I'm so excited. Um, and I was going to take Jose, but Jose had something going on. And then it was last minute when I didn't have anyone. And then I just went by myself. However, how about after I go, everybody was like, I would have gone. I would have gone anyway. I would have gone. Of course. Exactly. Everyone says it afterwards. I would have <laughs> said that. Right? So anyway, so I go to this thing alone. But because it's an Aliso Viejo and I'm driving so far, I get there actually right. The show starts at 3. I get there right at 3. So I go up the stairs. I go to the theater. And they're like, you know, they're in the middle of their first song. Why don't we wait till the first song is over? And when the applause happens, you can go in. And I was like, perfect. That's fair. That's yeah. fair totally fair. In the meanwhile, this guy, this old man in a wheelchair, like, rides up with his family. Okay. And, and then to like, they're like, oh, tell, they tell him the same thing. Okay. Old, really old man in a wheelchair. Like, super old. Anyway, the first song ends applause okay and then i go they open the doors and i go to the old man in the wheelchair and his family I go after you right mm-hmm. well there was so much goddamn commotion with the old man and who's gonna push him and where's the seat and oh, i don't know and wait where's joanne and oh, i need my purse and i turn my phone up i don't the, the old man goes in and then they go you can't go in <laughs> you have to wait till the applause goes on again. So I have to stand in the lobby now, and now they do like a super long medley <laughs> of songs. So I'm like in the lobby by myself, like an idiot, until like three twenty, <laughs> and I finally went inside and watched it. That's a show, okay. right? But by the way, I'm gonna be honest with you, and Rick, please understand. I was like going because I was being nice, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll go, I'll go, it'll be nice, it'll be good for the show. Mike, I actually really love the show. Good. I th- I knew you would. It was so good and so gay and so awesome, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to go to every one of these shows. Do it. Why I don't think you? I am. I'm going to do it. I'm going to join the choir. And what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway. <laughs> so after, oh, 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 big news. I did, for science, count the number of men there and the number of bald men. So I have an answer. Go. There were a hundred men there. So this is a nice even number. Makes the math easy. There were a hundred guys there. 27 of them were bald. Whoa. So it's 27% I think you said 60, I know. Well, that wasn't very unscientific. Uh, It was a guess, yeah. Yeah. I'm eating my words. Remember, Remember I said I had never been to a show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really cool. What was Rick's role exactly? Was he... He just on... sings in it, but he's like in the... Oh. Fr- well, I know this later. Okay. Did you see him afterward and say, okay. hey? That's what I'm going to talk about. So, uh, just... Am I going to tell any stories this episode or... Girl, I'm almost done. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Listen to this. After the show, I'm like, well, I better say hi to this guy, right? Yeah. But I, but I'm, I wasn't super far away, but I only had a vague view of it, and I only kind of know what Rick looks like. I was just gonna say, how do you even know what he looks like? We're friends on Facebook, but he has kind of like a picture where it's just like a smiling bald guy, right? And like I said, there were twenty-seven 20. bald guys, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> so after the show, I was literally going like, Rick? <laughs> Rick? No, you weren't. No, yes, you weren't. That's why I called you because I wanted, I wanted you to go on Facebook and see what he looked like and give me a better description. So I was like, Rick? And they're like, no. I'm like, Rick? Rick? And then finally they're like, he's over there by the door. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went over and I said hi to Rick and talked to him. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And is he as nice as he was on the phone with us? Super nice. I think he was very shy. Oh. And so like, uh, he was like, like very like, not shy, like, a, you know, people like, a, you know, like when people are a dick and they go like, oh no, he's shy. No, no. He was super nice, but I could tell he was like. Reserved. Well, not reserved, but like. Uh, I don't know if overwhelm is the right word, but didn't know what to say. You're a lot to handle. I think so, too. I think he's a <laughs> Not... very quiet person, and I'm just like, hi, Rick! You know, I'm just like, he's like, oh, my God, who is this? You know? Yeah. And so, but I said hi. I told him I liked the show, and then uh, I thanked him for the tickets, and then I left. Good. Well, it sounds like a good good little experience. I'm glad you went because I, I could see this being like ha- the fact that people backed out or were unable to go. I could see that being a reason for you to talk yourself out of it. So I'm glad you still went. Thank you. And I would do anything for our fans. Good. Except don't ever uh, insult me or anything. Yeah. You're super sensitive. Um, so, hey, Joey, it's Gay Pride in San Francisco. Did you know that? Yeah, it strangely um, was all over the L.A. news thing, too. Yeah, uh, the, the, it's a weird overlap with the DOMA Prop 8 stuff. So I think newspapers want to write about gay shit right now. And so Pride just happened to be this weekend. So it was like a – they would be writing about the, the DOMA – they would be writing about um, – gay marriage this weekend anyway so i think this just was like a nice little backdrop and an easy way to get quotes and stuff but um so here's the question did you get married this weekend to rod kyle (laughs) no so saturday i went to uh gay pride they do something called pink party and gay pride here is structured much differently than all the other prides i've been to i've been to la i've been to long beach phoenix and san diego and gay pride here is like it's it's the fucking city shuts down and it's just gay pride everywhere See, okay in an earlier conversation when we we talked about gay pride and the la weekly article this based on what you've told me in the past and based what i guess you're going to tell me now is this is what i think gay pride should be like you yeah, know? I th- I think there's it's still organized, so there are booths and there are people making money off of it. That's fine. But you can go and just look at people and dance and bring your own liquor or go to the liquor store or eat food at a restaurant, you know, wherever you want to eat. But it's pretty open and uh, you can walk in and out and just enjoy yourself. So see, that's the problem with LA. I don't. Th- I feel like now you now that you can compare. I feel LA Gay Pride is very enclosed. And you all have to other pay, Gay Prides yeah. I've been to, it's like surrounded by chain link fence. You need yes. to have a, a wristband to get in. Yes, you know that's what I don't like. So uh, yesterday, Saturday was uh, the pink party, which is basically the whole Castro area is just packed full of people and. We went and we, uh, one of my friends had a friend who has an apartment on 18th and Castro, which is like prime real estate. It's like right in the center of it. So it's on the second story. We just went up and sat in the window and yelled at people for hours. 
and got drunk and had to be so honest, much fun. Be honest. I'm going to ask two questions. Okay. Were people showing their dicks? Yes. Because we had beads. So we would throw beads to people that showed us things. Their boobs and also their wieners. Did... Okay, okay. I have so many questions. I have. I didn't see a single wiener that was worth it. Oh, okay. okay. They were all I love how you. I love how you anticipated my question. <laughs> they were all gross wieners. And be honest. I know your sister listened, so you're hesitant. Did you show your wiener? No. Uh-uh. I'm not like that. I'm really not like that. Well, what if and someone? I'm... What if a friend of yours was on the first, like, on the street, and they wanted to climb up to the second nope. floor? <laughs> no, you're stupid. <laughs> no, but there were a few funny situations when we were yelling, though. There was like one girl that was wanted to show us, like wanted beads, and she came at us, but she was like, looked like she was in the Peace Corps, and she was like wearing a baseball t-shirt and like pale skin, red hair, freckles, and she walks up and puts her hand out like she wanted beads, and we're like, we yelled at her, we're only giving beads if you show your tits. And the bitch pulled up her shirt and showed us them. And I swear to God, my tits are bigger were bigger than hers. But wait, hold on for a second. One, why would you guys want to see a girl's boobs? Gross. Well, it wasn't just it wasn't just me. It was like everyone in the in the the whole room. Were there any straight guys there? No, there were lesbians. Though. Oh, okay. I forget they exist. Yeah, they're part of it. Um, and then there was a funny situation where so we learned that. To get someone's attention, you had to pick out a characteristic that they would hear you yell, and they would be like, oh, they're probably talking about me. So like, hey, you in the leather chaps, or hey, you with the pink tennis shoes. Or Why whatever. do I feel at San Francisco Pride, you say, saying, hey, you in the leather chaps is like going to like the Mexican part of town and saying, hey, Maria. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but then this man walked by, and he was wearing a pig mask. <laughs> I don't and know like, why. And you're like, Joe, Joe. No, I, I screamed, hey, pig. But then, Joey, there were two cops standing <gasps> right there. I know. And then they, like, did, like, the, um, like, shrug your shoulders, put your hands up in the air. Both of them did that. Like, what the fuck? And then we're like, that guy's wearing a pig mask. And then we had to tone it down a little bit after that. Oh. I know. So that was yesterday. And then today, Sunday, we went to... Uh, the gay pride parade but we actually never made it to the parade we went to uh one of my high school friends actually lives up here now he lives in the castro and so we went to his house and had mimosas for hours i started drinking at like 10 o'clock today i went through the whole disgusting phase of drunkenness today so i like got buzzed and drunk and this was all like before uh lunchtime and then i started coming down from my buzz i, and I then... can't believe you're awake I've done that before, and like you it's go to gross. bed at four and sleep through the night. You have a hangover by yes, dinner time. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's horrible. So, I'm feeling okay though. I think I have like a second wind. I've been hydrating really well, so um, I think I'm doing good. But oh, I forgot to tell you too. This <laughs> my sister's listening, but I did poppers for the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you ever done them? No, but I thought like bottoms do poppers. Well, so I was in. This was on uh, Saturday night. They some guy like just whipped them out and he was like, "Have you ever done these?" And I was like, "No, I'm I'm fine. Like, I've never really had the need to. Like, sex is pretty pretty good for me without them. So I've never thought like, oh, I want to intensify my, whatever." And he was like, "You should just try them." So I did them right there, and like my face got red, 
And well, what do you? Okay, I've never done them. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a, a pussy when it comes to that shit. But um, what what is what is the sensation? Why do gay guys love it so much? I don't know. I think it's supposed to like loosen you up a little that's bit. what i thought that's why i thought bottoms took it was because I, I it like helped you like it loosened up the sphincter muscles so well i think you so... just relax yeah i don't know but i did it just because i was so curious and it was right there when am i ever gonna really have the chance to do that again so yeah so what's going on in san francisco what's going on in the bay area give me the tea. oh it looks like monday's gonna be a day of strike 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 so uh, first of all, Oakland in Oakland, the city workers are striking on Monday. So that's already a done deal. Um, and then there's also a potential walkout by the BART and AC Transit employees on Monday. Uh, the It looks likely that they will strike, but uh, there's still some um, some potential. They, I mean, they might come to an agreement. They also might... Uh, get an extension on their contract by the governor but anyway if they do that it's something like 400,000 people that rely on BART so do you take BART to work um no I well I can walk to work that's not a problem but I usually jump on the bus because there's a bus that stops right in front of my house and basically is like a block drops me a block from my office so I could get on the the bus no problem and if bart strikes though the problem with this is so many more people are going to be relying on the bus and so many more people are going to be taking their cars so it's not just bart users that are going to be affected it's going to be everybody and just think if all these four hundred thousand people that rely on bart if a small percentage of them take their cars into the city instead of barting in that's just going to be a nightmare when it comes to traffic it's going to be a nightmare when it comes to parking and it's just going to be crazy but hmm yeah that sounds horrible they have a weird system i guess the bart employees they get they pay 92 dollars for their health insurance 92 dollars a month for health insurance okay no, no matter what so if you're a single guy you pay 92 bucks if you're a family of 10 you're all insured for $92. Oh. Isn't that a little bit weird? Interesting. And they also have like... And so what are they bitching about? They want them to pay more in, in medical insurance? No. the Well, the transit, they want to work that out. They also think that they get paid really well. And then the transit employees feel that they are due for a, a pay increase. And I guess... I mean, I guess they get paid really well. The numbers are very... Uh, skewed I guess because the only number when it comes to the average salary it's like something like $85,000 a year which is a lot for I, I guess but that also includes management so like the average is fucked because that guy who's getting paid you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year is included when they average the guy, the guy who's paying getting paid 40 I don't know. I just feel it's like weird. I don't know exactly what a guy gets paid to drive a BART train. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. What um, about LA? What's going on? Well, actually, unfortunately, only the most obvious things happen in LA. Like, it's really hot this weekend. Is it that hot in San Francisco? It's pretty warm. Did you know yesterday was like the second hottest day on the planet? Like the average temperature of the planet yesterday was the second hottest. Oh, really? Someone said that when I was taking the BART over to the city, so it must be true. 
<laughs> yes, it must be true. Um, no, so like, yeah, it's so hot today that it's gross. Okay. Yeah, but it's that's really, not the main story. Okay, go ahead. When so I lived in Phoenix. I lived in the desert, and I know when I bitch and complain right now and tell you guys that it's like was eighty five almost all day long. <laughs> That my friends in Phoenix are like, fuck you, it's 115, it's 117 here, you don't know hot, right? But here's the thing, the infrastructure here is not set up for this. So yes, it's like 90 degrees here, but it's 90 degrees in my bedroom. And when I go to the bathroom, it's 90 degrees in my bathroom. It's like 90 degrees everywhere. In Phoenix, it's like freezing cold in your house. It's like 98 degrees in your body. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, the stru- the infrastructure is just set up for heat in Phoenix, and it's not set up for it here. So we just have to deal with it. It's it's. I understand why people complain here. I know what San Francisco set up for. What? Gay sex. Ow! But I actually, the story, so like I told you, um, I have no idea what that meant, by the way. Um, I actually know exactly what that meant. I don't know why I said I don't know what that meant, because I know exactly what that meant. It was making fun of the fact that San Francisco is known for being gay and that they're set up for gay sex. So that's what it meant. Ow. Ow. Anyway, um, let's talk about... um, So actually, my story is kind of a San Francisco story, I guess. But it's more about the gay marriage and the incorporating the licenses. But I saw that in West Hollywood, um, there were a bunch of like just impromptu weddings going on. And then... Um, in San Francisco, there were people marrying people at Pride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, booths set up for it. Okay. This is... Okay. I'm not saying this in a judgy way. I'm just saying this in a, like, (laughs) okay, let's get this out of the way way. But... Look, they couldn't wait till Monday, you know, to just get it, like, done in a courthouse and whatnot and like i don't know i'm not i, I let me say this i'm not judging yet, yet i'm cautiously observing and i'm not worried because it's just gonna have to be the natural growing pains of us getting gay marriage you know right. but i am like okay here we go crazy people we're gonna have a bunch of lunatics who a big rush of just rash gay marriages you know, that happened that happened because now we have this new toy. And I want to get that out of the way. I want to get the whole new toy thing out of the way. And we're going to have, obviously, in a year or two, a rash of gay divorces. And then once well, we I get think, that, then we're more comfortable with it. Go ahead. You, we should point out that there are also people that have been waiting you That's know, true. 20, That's true. 30 years for it. So That's it's true. not that they're jumping into it. It's that they've been waiting and now no, that no, they no. can do it. No, no, you're yeah. right. I, I recognize that there are people who've been waiting for five years or however long. <laughs> or longer. I mean, 10 times that in some cases. Um, well, I'm just saying because gay marriage was legal for a few months five years ago. Right. So there are people who've been waiting at least since sure. then. And sure. so I recognize they're real, you know, but I'm just saying, I think, I, I think, I'm not, I, I don't have a number, but I'm sure there's a small percentage, at least, of people who are just like, oops, I just touched the microphone. I'm sure there's a small number of people who are like, new toy, let's get married. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that it's that large, but I I do see what you're saying. In the paper, I read uh, the story about the Oakland uh, office. Uh, issuing marriage licenses and there were people they quoted in that story saying that they basically are rushing into it now because they are afraid that 
um, it's going to get overturned again or something's going to get taken away again. So they've already gone through it once and they thought that they had plenty of time and they didn't. So Yeah, but, but, but I think it's that exact emotion that people are like, well, we better get married now. And I think it's a very serious proposition. Look, it's one of these things where it's like when you have a 16-year-old kid and he gets his driver's license, you know, and he peels out of the parking lot, you know, is doing donuts, you know, in the park. You're just like, okay, well, i got to deal with this for a couple of years until he gets this out of his system, you know? Sure. And so I, I don't know how many. I don't mean, I have no number, but I'm just saying, like, I just read that. I, I read that and I go, like, again, it's going back to the LA Weekly article, not to, but, like, I read that and I worry, like, ugh, well, you know, the people who hate gay marriage are, like, going, well, there you go, look at these fags and what they're doing. But then there's a there's also a large part of me that's like, well, fuck them. Who cares? You yeah. Know? So, um... I have another story. It's not, uh... Ahead. It's not exactly San Francisco or L.A. It's kind of both. It's all of California. Uh, so, on Monday, it's gonna be uh, illegal to eat shark fin soup in the whole state of California. So what? there's been a There's been a big debate about it. But starting on Monday, it's going to be absolutely illegal uh, it to sell any part of the shark fin. And it comes two years after the governor signed a law making it illegal to possess, sell, or offer, sell, trade, or distribute shark fin in the state. But I guess it's been fought in court, specifically by these some Chinese-American groups that felt that it was targeting a market that they they like to be in, I guess. I don't know. But mm-hmm. have you ever had shark fin? That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, no, because it must be illegal in Los Angeles because I'm kind of a foodie. And so I follow foodie blogs. And I know that there are some Asian restaurants that have gotten in trouble in Los Angeles because they flout some sort of ban on shark fin soup and they serve it anyway. And people like protest and stuff and they get in trouble. So maybe there's like, a, maybe there's an, like for instance, there's a Los Angeles ban or the California on foie gras. I think oh, I don't be, know. I, I think it might be an L.A. ban on foie gras. You can't get foie gras anymore in, in L.A. Hmm. And so um, it might be the same thing. It, it, that might have always existed in L.A. I had shark, not shark fin, but actual shark mm-hmm. in actually a job that you and I used to have for Christmas. They brought us to Las Vegas. And this story actually. So Brooke listens. Hi, Brooke. Remember Brooke? Yes. So the story was everybody, we went to Vegas. We had a fancy meal. I ordered shark just because when am I ever going to really order shark? So someone else was paying. I just thought, okay, I'll get shark. And it was like just what you think it would be. It was like very rubbery and very like, I don't know, slick. It was fishy. I mean, everything you would think it would be, it was. But the funny Sounds like some of the guys you dated. (laughs) Oh, sorry. The funniest part of the story, though, was so everybody at this job was over 21, except for me and Brooke. So the plan was Brooke and I were going to hang out while everyone else went to like a strip joint or something or gambling. They all had plans. But Brooke and I and her boyfriend at the time, Gotti, we were all going to hang out. And then at dinner, fucking Gotti stands up. His hands are shaking. And he's like... Excuse me, everybody. Um, I would like to take this time. And he gets down on his knee and he fucking proposes to Brooke. Oh and so, my God. In he front proposed, of everyone. 
Is that how he proposed to her? Yes, everyone was there. People who listened to the show, Katie and Kate, they were there. Um, the whole, I mean, the whole office was there, and he proposed to her, and then they go back to the room, of course, and fuck all night, and I'm alone in Las Vegas, walking around. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. That is sad, Mike. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. What, about me walking alone? Or yeah. that he, he proposed in front of those people? No, I lived, with Brooke, <laughs> I lived with Brooke for like a month or two. They were so volatile. Well, they're still together. But when they were dating, there was one time where she was getting ready to go out. And she was like, oh, he's taking me. My my boyfriend's taking me to um, a restaurant in, in like Irvine or something like that, right? And then he called and told her that the plans had changed. He was taking her somewhere in Orange. Okay. And she broke down in tears and started crying. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> so that's the night that I had shark shark for the first time. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any other news stories? Anything else from L.A.? Yes, Mike. Any stories about maybe like an abortion doctor in Newport or anything? <laughs> <laughs> what better way to transition to a story about an abortion doctor with <laughs> laughter? Okay. <laughs> So basically, Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach, which is like basically the hospital in Newport Beach, uh, stopped doing ab- abortions, elective ad- abortions, okay? Um, because it's a religious, it's associated with a religious institution. And people have been losing their minds over this, right? Well, I guess, I actually, they don't explain what the situation is here, but there was a doctor there at Hogue who, I don't know if he still performs them or he is against this this now new ban on abortions at a Hogue Hospital. And I guess he made it known that he was. Well, some uh, people who are anti-abortion, these anti-abortion protesters, went and, like, vandalized his home. They found out where he lived and vandalized his home and wrote, you know, chalked up the sidewalk in front of his house and were, like, uh, you know, serial killer and all this nonsense. And so uh, I wanted your thoughts on this, Mike. Go. I don't, I don't know what to think. So I'm super, super liberal. I've told you that. But I'm also, uh, I'm against abortion. Like, I feel like we should not abort babies. But I also feel that I'm not a doctor and I'm not a woman. And I think that that should, this should be decided between a doctor and a woman. And their doctors are much smarter than I am when it comes to this. And I let them, I leave it up to them. Oh, so this is interesting. So you're opposed to all abortion. Well, I'm not opposed. I wish that we could. There was a drop dead date where we're like, this fetus drop. is now a baby. That's kind of a bad human. choice of words. So this fetus is now a baby and uh, it's a human. So, you know, I wish that there was a date like that, but there's not. So I'm pro-choice because I think that a doctor can make that choice with a woman. And that's how it should be. I don't think that, you know, you and I should be deciding that for people. I agree. Uh, I'm actually a little bit more lenient on you. Like, I, well, maybe I think we're very similar. Like, personally, I'm very, like, um, I, I agree with you exactly. Like, I'm not a woman, and this is a relationship, this is a decision between her and her doctor. Um, but also, though, I am against abortions that happen when clearly there's a baby with a life. It's a human, like a bean, you know, like a human yeah. bean, like its own thing. Um, but, uh, once again, that's a decision between a, um, uh, a woman and her doctor, but also though, on both sides, I don't like the crazy people who are like vandalizing or shooting doctors or going crazy. 
What are the crazy people on the pro-choice side doing, though? Are they doing anything, like, outrageously stupid like that? I, I feel that there are some who do. Now, do I have any off the top of my head um, that what I know that they do? I, I don't think that they're as violent um, as the pro-life people because the pro-life people, they they whether you agree with them or not, they view it as um, children like being murdered. Lives, and right. so they, they think by, like, killing doctors or physically assaulting them that they're stopping that. Um, I don't know if the pro uh, choice people go that far, but I don't um, think they do. No, my maybe not. Uh, speaking of my sister, by the way, this is the cutest thing. My sister has it's a the license. cutest thing. My sister d- performs abortions. It's so cute. You gotta my see it. Si- <laughs> my sister has a, or she used to have a license plate uh, frame that said, "I am a pro. I am pro choice, and I vote." Right, and. We were walking to the car. My nephew was probably like, I don't know, seven years old. And he was in the phase where he was reading everything out loud. So he read the license plate. I'm pro-choice and I vote. And I said, Chris, what does that mean? And he said, that means that my mom is a businesswoman. I thought that was so cute. (laughs) That's so cute. Now, by the way, we should make it for the record. Mike, are you pro-choice? I am pro-choice. I am pro-choice as well. I just 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 to in case well, there's think, someone who I think it's a very common uh, opinion that I'm against abortion. I don't I if I don't want people to have abortions. If we give them, you know, access to contraceptive drugs and we um help with family planning and stuff and we fund programs like that, we won't be performing a lot of abortions in this country. So, I don't think that there's many people that are pro-choice and want every woman to go have abortions. Like they want women to not get to that point. No, I completely agree with you. Good. Do you have anything big going on this coming week? Oh, really, Mike? You don't know? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Joe's birthday on uh, Thursday, by the way, everybody. So send an email to Joe at cupodcast.com. Send three or four. He wants a lot of emails for his birthday. I know. I'm gearing <laughs> up. I haven't sent the official Francis rules out, which people, you know, okay, I don't think, have we ever talked about the Francis on the show? I don't think so. I hate it. Do you really hate the Francis? Ha- yeah. When's the last time I called in the Francis? You don't call in for the Francis? No, it was like early 2000s. The Francis is... Uh, a desperate something... cry for attention. No, it's not a desperate cry for attention. Here's the deal. It started in high school with a small group of friends, and I made the point that because my birthday is on the 4th of July, that there's no way that you can forget my birthday. You have to know it's my birthday. It, the name of the holiday is my birthday. Yeah. Okay? So... I among four or five people, we started doing this thing that they had to call me on my birthday, or that means they were mad at me. Okay, and if they're mad at me, then they're not my friend anymore. Okay, <laughs> it was kind of a jokey thing, and over the years, it's just grown to the point now where there's official rules. Official rules. There has uh, been a a glossy trifold brochure before. Uh, over the cl- glossy trifold brochure. People there was a one eight hundred number. There was a one eight hundred number. You're right. <laughs> people can you can win the Francis net. We call it the Francis because it's a census of friends, friend census, Francis, and um, you can win the Francis. And that that has be, and it goes up and down. But some years it's very heated. The first person to call my cell phone 
and register a happy birthday on the voicemail. That first voicemail wins the Francis. And there are people who really, really, really want to win the Francis. I don't understand it. It's always randoms, too. And close people, too. I think, But I think the friends who are really close to me are like, fuck this. And they don't want to win. You know? Yeah. And so... So, but some people will say that because I didn't send the rules out, the official rules, that they don't have to enter. So, have to make sure and send a copy of those rules out. But um, if you guys want to participate in the Francis, by all means, leave a happy birthday message on the Facebook page, on Twitter, or on the. You know what? It, this would be a really good vo- use of the catching up voicemail line. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So um, maybe, and actually- they're all time stamped. Like it would be very clear who. Why don't we do this? Why don't I'm making this up right now, but Mike, if you call by Wednesday afternoon, that's when we record um the mini episode. Like Wednesday evening. Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. We'll have a catching up Francis winner. So the first person, after you hear this podcast, to leave a voicemail saying happy birthday to me, that first person um will win the Francis for catching up. And I don't know what the prize yet will be, but um but there will be a prize. And but by the way, leave a happy birthday message and we'll play them on the show. I love how we were recording this show when it was my birthday and we didn't even mention it. Okay. <laughs> people want to say I just I'm saying if people want to say happy birthday to me, they can't say happy birthday to me. But I happen to know this about you, Mike. You don't like acknowledgement. I hate birthday. it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not asking for a gift. I just want people to say happy birthday, Joe. So this weekend coming up on the 5th of July, I'm going to have a fairly big party at my house. Oh, that's on the 5th? Oh, no, the 6th. Oh. The Saturday. Saturday. But I would have Saturday. gone if it was the 5th. Why? I was thinking about maybe going to San Francisco. Well, come. It's For the 6th, we're having a very large party. Um, I can't make it the sixth. <laughs> you know what? If anybody listening to this is in the area, email me and I'll give you directions. You should come over. I'm thinking of that Peter G and his partner. I would love for you guys to come. We're having like tacos. I think we're renting out a taco truck that's going to be here. Uh, they, they've they kind of done a bunch of landscaping for it. So it should be a good time. So that's the 5th of July. Um, and then Joey also, I'm in this like really committed relationship with Big Brother. Oh my god, I love Big Brother so much. So is they it good this season? So far, it's pretty good. It's only been one episode, and then one episode is on or just completed right now. So I'm gonna go downstairs and watch it after you and I are done talking. So yeah, it's pretty good so far. I just love the idea of it. I just love that you know after so many days in that house that they just go kind of crazy so like everybody is sane and normal right now but i know in just a few weeks they're gonna start to lose their shit and i just love watching it live on tv so all right okay well i think we come to the end of another show i think it's gonna be a long one today because there wasn't any big topic that i'm like okay we're gonna cut that out you know yeah we'll see all right all right joey it was nice catching up with you go to hell mike (laughs) bye thank you for listening to another episode of catching up find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com in itunes or in the stitcher smart radio app like us on facebook facebook.com slash cupodcast follow us on twitter at cupodcast email us at guys at cupodcast.com 
or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um